confidence is considered one of the most influential motivators and regulators in of behavior in people's everyday lives. That's according to Albert Bandura. So today on the Coffee with Rhonda show, we are going to dive into this whole confidence thing. What is it? Why does it seem to wax and wane and go up and down? And how are you as an individual how are you empowered? What can you do to improve your confidence? So let's get ready to lead above the grind. dancing. So let me get our panel up on the screen. So great to be here again with all of you. That music is a little rocking. And because I am standing, there's no telling what you're going to get out of me today. So <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show. And this is your opportunity to have your cup full of inspiration, revelation, and wit for today's savvy leaders. So we are here today and this is episode 70 and our conversation is going to be about confidence. It's going to be a good one. You're not going to want to miss this. So before we get started, just a couple of things. We obviously we moved to streaming um, primarily from YouTube. So what that means is all of the comments that we read during the show have to be entered on YouTube stream. So if you're not on YouTube watching us, please head over so that we can get your comments into the conversation. If you have not already, share, share, share. Sharing is caring. Please share this video because there is someone out there who needs a little bit of a confidence boost that is, they are going to get just what they need from this conversation today. So I'm super excited to be here. If you're watching, don't forget to say hello. Tell us what you have in your cup and we're gonna get our party started. So my name is Rhonda Y. Williams and I am your host for this show. And I am what is known as an RSL or a recovering stressed out leader. Today, I'm the founder of Leadership Above the Grind Coaching and Mentoring Academy, where we help you develop the leaders you want to lead your team. So if you want more information about Leadership Above the Grind and the Academy, you can visit EliteLeaders.net. I think last week I gave the wrong URL, but shh, don't tell anybody. EliteLeaders.net. That's just between us. So let's get started today. In my cup, I have hazelnut coffee. And um, I'm on a mission for, I need some new cups. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that a little bit. I need some new coffee with Rhonda cups. I need that pretty one that Miss Roz has all the time. So speaking of Miss Roz, let's move to Miss Roz and say good morning to you. Good morning, darling. Good morning, good morning, good morning. 
I'm just coming in from work, but I'm here. I'm at home. I'm trying to be home. Four shows in a row. Yes, we're going to try to do it all season. What about that? Yes, <laughs> let's do it. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Ross Jones, the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers, where we help expand the life of your loved one. Why do I do it? I do it to help the caregiver to reduce that SOS on their journey, which is being stressed, overwhelmed, and providing safety and security. When you can't do it all, give mm -hmm. us a call. I have a cup from a friend of mine because my coffee with Rhonda cup is in the dishwasher. Anyway, <laughs> I got a cup here that says, this is nine to five killers. Mm -hmm. And it's from a friend of mine uh, named Glenn Graham. So I'm, I'm, I'm you know, that's, that's his cup. But I promise I'll have your cup next time. I promise I'll clean it. <laughs> And I'm not, and I'm not going to tell you what's in it because I had a rough night, and that's all I'm going to say. It's a liquid, it's hydration. That's all I'm going to say. It's hydration. <laughs> all right, Miss Ross. Well, we know it is during near midnight over where Marae is. Marae, hello, good evening to you. And uh, you probably don't have any of that stuff that Roz has in her cup, right? No, 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 no. I'm not going to follow that route. So for those who don't know me, this is Marie. I'm the greatness engineer and I make sure that you understand that you have greatness inside of you and unleash this greatness to the world. I'm the CEO of Empty Energy Resources. I'm an engineer, actually, petroleum engineer by formation. And I help women as well in the male-dominated environment to step into their power and, you know, and break the bias, because we're talking about breaking the bias, break the bias to go to the highest level and break this, uh, you know, this ceiling that is, uh, is stopping them to, to express themselves and go to the next level. And today, no, I'm not going to follow Rose. I have uh, green tea. Uh, in my cup, still waiting for my coffee with Rhonda cup, but you know, I'm patient and hopefully next week I will have it. So welcome everyone. Well, awesome. Thank you so much, Marae. And um, gosh, that cup, it's not there yet. Well, that's okay. Cause we know that it's coming. So it'll be there soon. And um, I am super excited to um, welcome our guest today. Um, she goes by the name of Pegeen. Pegeen, give us the 60-second intro, maybe 90, of who you are, what is the incredible work that you do in the world, and um, and then tell us what you have in your cup. Well, I will tell you, I'll start with what I have in my cup, because I'm juicing up with my water. I've got my spring water to keep me like hydrated and ready to go so that's my first thing and i and i have a white coat because i haven't gotten my you know just imagine your logo on it just imagine <laughs> that okay it's a, you can imagine the one thing that i know is imagination is amazing imagination drives us to see who we truly are and see who we are supposed to be in my so i lead a couple of things i lead power women worldwide where i serve women speakers, experts and authorities, women in business and women in corporate and organizations and the military. So I've had, I speak all over the world on leadership. So leadership specifically about being called to lead, of being powerful and inviting and making sure that you know you are needed, you are wanted, you have to do it. You know, it's that kind of little annoying thing in you that sees you know, when nobody else is raising a hand, you raise your hand and you say, 
all right, I'm doing it. Move out of the way. Get like I know that Roz has been saying, move out of the way. I'm showing up, and here it is. And the same thing. So I work with women who I call Jedi women. Women who they're just different. They they can't help but stick themselves into leadership positions. They can't help it even when they want to not do it, even when they're saying, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I don't want to do it. And somebody says, hey, can you? Yeah, no problem. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and we just get the job done, right? But how do we do it in a way that's powerful, that embraces who we are, that gives us the confidence to know not only that we can do it, but we can do it at a higher level than we ever imagined. Not only that we can do it, but we can do it at a higher level without burning ourselves out, without getting stressed out, without getting angry and and furious and livid at ourselves and without sabotaging our own health. Aww. So quick little thing. Okay, you can all applause. I'll take it. I've lost 79 pounds. And as of yesterday, I was officially declared by my doctor that I am not diabetic. Oh, wow. So it's taken me two year, three years, changed my life, went from diabetic to diabetic and recovery to longstanding. You're not, you're not oh. even on it. So I'm just uh, celebrating that we always have a choice of how amazing we could be by loving ourselves, caring for ourselves, and moving into the direction that we're supposed to be. Move out, move out, I'm here. <laughs> awesome, Pagin, I love it, thank you. Well, congratulations to you. That's amazing, um, To and, and it must feel incredibly good to be at this place, knowing all of the hard work that you put into it. So. Um, congratulations to you. I want to say good morning to a couple of folks out there. Regina's out there. Good morning, Regina. I have bananas, grapes, and dark chocolate in my cup. Okay, Regina, I hear you. And then mom's out there. Good morning, mom. She's at the dentist's office and watching as much as possible in between the dental work. And then David is out there. Hi, David. Grateful day to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. So if you're out there, don't forget to comment. Your comments power our conversation. We really want to hear what you have to say. Okay, so let's dive in. Um, today, we're talking about confidence. And I want to start by talking about what happens, How what shows up when we don't have confidence. Okay, and then later on, we're going to move into the confidence and the things that we can do to build our own self-confidence. So what happens when we don't have confidence? Roz, what shows up or how do we show up in the world when we lack confidence? When we lack confidence, people take advantage of us. Let, let, let me go ahead and, and, and hit that, you know, right off the head. We can be taken advantage of. It could be a sign of, you know, it, it's, it's a sign of weakness. So a lot of times when people think that you aren't confident, you know, they can dump stuff on you. You know, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get the job done. You'll work overtime. You know, you'll work until the cows come home. And so a lot of times when you don't have confidence, people will take advantage of you because because you don't have that, you know, that level of I can hold my head up. I can say no, you know, because a lot of times people who don't have confidence don't know how to say no. They want to please people. So, uh, you know, that's what, for me, a lack of confidence is you can become a people pleaser and then you can be taken advantage of. I'm mm. Roz Jones and I'm done speaking. Wow. Thank you, Roz. And those are two that are really important.
important, right? And how that shows up in your life, because if people are taking advantage of you, you end up feeling feeling bad, you end up building resentment. There's a lot that comes from that. What about you, Marae? What comes up for you when we talk about when we don't have confidence and then we're going to go to... Um, for, for me, it's, uh, and it's just to comp- it's just to compliment what Rose was saying, is that you live for other people. You always constantly checking, are you are everything okay with the next person? You don't actually rely on your own, uh, you know, own opinion and on your own belief, and that's uh, that's pretty scary because you 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 don't have control on anything. That people can ask you to do anything, you will do it just to please them, just to be included in a group or just to, to look good and, and not really looking at what you really want and, and uh, going into uh, leadership as an authentic person, as who you are and what you, you represent and what the impact that you want to create. So it, it is, uh, and also it, it shows as well in the communication, you're afraid, you're constantly afraid, you don't communicate and you, you tend to add, you're scared of anything. And then this fear is actually leading you in everything that you do. Wow. Thank mm. you, Marae. Honestly, at listening to the two of you, I'm afraid. <laughs> I got a little scared about that, listening to that, because it, it can be a scary place. So, Pagin, what do you see? How do we show up when we don't have confidence? So, you know, there's always triggers and signals within yourself when you're going into the confident place. And it's really important that people understand that confidence is a constantly occurring process, right? So as you go up and you move in, you get comfortable, you know what you're doing. Oh, that feels good. And now it's time to try something new. Your confidence is going to go down because you don't know what you don't know, right? Sometimes what we end up doing is we actually look at what we're doing to give us confidence, right? So if I know what I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing, I, I, I'm going to, I can do that. And we lose and falter in our confidence when we don't have faith in ourselves. Because if we haven't looked at our lives and said, I always, always, always land on my feet. I always know that I'm going to pull this through. I always know I'm I always know I I meet my I clearly I always have more than enough because I could eat and I've got a roof over my head and I have the ability sometimes somehow I always find a way that is really confident talking and a lot of times what happens is we don't focus on that and so we forget it it's not even that we don't focus on it. we totally forget what we've done or what we've achieved and that's why Uh, I'll just jump in really fast that I think it is critically important for people to have what I call 17 second written affirmations. And what that means is when we're in lack of confidence, oh, things aren't working out for me. I don't know that I can do it. It, This is even before somebody asks you to get involved. You You set yourself up to not have confidence before anybody even asks you to do something. That's why you're vulnerable to their ask. So the 17 seconds is for you to first notice when you start wavering, right? Mm -hmm. So you notice when you went from, yes, say, oh, I look good. Check me out. I look magnificent. Then today you happen to walk by a mirror and you went, oh, what was I thinking? Right? (laughs) 
that moment is the moment that you have to go to your book. And I have a book uh, that I always carry with me, and that's my 17 seconds book. And 17 seconds are you have timed out some sort of affirmation that can be like, I am amazing. I feel great. Everything is working out for me. I always show up in the way that I need to show up. I am powerful. Now, here's what happens with the 17 seconds. You hit a moment. You know you're losing that moment. You, you could feel it. You grab the book. You go to your 17 seconds and you start like this. Yeah, I always show up. I really do. I know this. But wait a minute. I do know this. I'm feeling good about myself. You, you know what? You're right. I am feeling good at myself. And in 17 seconds, you could flip your confidence. Hmm. The problem is if we let our self beat up, our self denigration, our self abuse occur longer, it is harder for us to pull ourselves out. So the 17 wow. seconds of an affirmation is so critically important. I wish I could find my, my book, but I have about 22 for myself of 17 seconds. And I have a tab in the book so that I could go, tab, look, read, okay. And seriously, we start doing it from a, oh, I don't believe this too. You're right. I am that. I am that. That's what is so critically important because self-confidence, especially for women, self-confidence is so important because society can often tell us or push us out of our self-confidence. So we need to have our, our strength. I was just writing. Can I go on? Can I go on Rhonda a little bit? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hold on one second because I want to get something in and then we're going to come right back to you because I do think it's, it's really important to continue talking about particularly the women, right? And for us, it's very easy for us to lose that self-confidence. And, um, and in that, I want to bring in some, some other great news that we were sort of talking behind the scenes. Uh, right. So we'll bring that in a little bit. But first, I want to make sure we get in Roz's Caregiver Card Chronicles. And the reason I'm going to this right now, Roz, is in this Card Chronicles, you talk about something that's really important. And I think it has a lot to do with confidence. So let's listen to the Card Chronicles and we'll be right back. You guys, uh, this is Ross Jones. We're continuing with our Caregiver Card Chronicle series. And today I'm talking about asking for help as a caregiver. Oftentimes, that's one of the hardest things for us to do because we're always taught if you want to get something right, do it yourself. Don't ask nobody else. Well, in caregiving, you will burn out, honey. <laughs> Trust and believe if you don't ask for help. So how do we begin to ask for help? Make a list of everything that you need. Number one, also, to understand that you're going to have some family members that want to help and don't want to help. So use the ones that don't want to help and the ones that don't want to help. Respect their decision and move on. Be direct about what you want. And finally, don't do it alone. Stop getting this myth that you have to be superwoman or superhero. Once again, don't be afraid to ask for help. I'm Ross Jones. Thank you for joining us on the Caregiver Car Chronicles. So I love I that, Ross. I know, right? Isn't that amazing? And it has its I love the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
because that's about confidence as well, right? Being able to ask for what you want and to be able to be confident enough even to accept a no. So Pekin, let's go, go back to you so that you can continue your thought that you wanted to share with us. So I, you know, one of the things that Roz did and shared, I think is so critically important is that it is about the asking, but it's also, and it, then it's also about knowing who you are in that moment. So we, we, we get inspired by individuals who are put under really big lights and are stressed out and they're hearing words that we all have heard, right? Hearing people kind of put us down and, you know, I was, so this whole week we've been watching Supreme Court Justice, we've been watching all this going in. And what was really interesting is what came out. So there's two really important pieces that I think that people need to know, and we're going to celebrate in a minute, but two important pieces that everybody needs to know what was occurring with two women who were in very important positions sitting in front of legislators. So first, uh, who are women who constantly have to show up, right? Confident. They have to show up powerfully. One was um, our vice president who it was, I loved that she had had papers and she knew in those moments to write a letter to her niece. And she had also given advice presidential papers to others to write in the moment letters to people that they could impact. Why was this important? It was important. Everybody can look and say, oh, that's so nice for her niece. But it was also important for her mm -hmm. to validate her own path, her own steps, all of who she is. Number two was during this interrogation, I teach this to executive women all the time that are finding themselves in really challenging situations. And so I'm going to give you all just two pieces of pieces because we sort of exhibited a lot. If you all take your hands like this, right? And don't, and now put it on a desk. Okay. Now put it on the desk. Now imagine that somebody's making you really, really angry. Instead of you hunching your shoulders and getting like that, if you only press the tops of your fingertips to the table, you, you are pushing your energy through those pieces and your shoulders never change. Mm. You never show anger. But man, that's those needles, those steels, those swords are fully engaged. But nobody will ever know. I could talk to you like this, but I could press down with my palms. And if you happen to watch, re-watch testimony, you will see a lot of times the judge's fingers were planted. That was obviously somebody had told her to plant her fingers and put it down. Because if we do just knuckles all the time, we can show the tension, mm -hmm. right? What we want to show is, mm, I got this. You just go and you could show and let all release all that energy by just putting out. So there are a lot of techniques to support women and anybody with how do I release the anger, the tension so that I can know that I'm the goddess. Hmm. But Pagwin, and this is really important. Pagwin, um, can you hear yeah, me? So, so Pagin, uh, hold on one second. Roz, did you have a question? Roz? Uh-oh. Maybe we lost her audio. I know she was trying to ask you a question, I think. Yeah. Roz? Okay, we'll come back to her when, when we get her audio back. Can you hear me? 
Oh, there yeah, we go. Yeah. We can hear her, but I think she can't hear us. I froze. All right, she's gonna go out and come back in. Okay. So, so I, so the other piece that was coming up was both of them were writing notes to themselves. Remember, I told you about the thir the seventeen seconds. In those moments, you would see them writing notes, right? Now, a lot of people would look at and saying, "Oh no!" So, the impression would be, "I'm writing notes." So look up and find the research on this particular subject. No, what they were writing was, "You can't get me. I'm amazing." You just have to know that I look so good. Look at me. I got my daughter over there loving me. I have a lot of people loving me during this situation. You know, they were filling themselves with the words of not only themselves, but they were kind of calling down all the words of their own strength from their own ancestors. Mm. And it's really important that you, everybody watching and learning and listening that you call on your own strength during times of challenging and difficult situations. Always have your pen, always have a piece of paper or notepad, and you just, you could smile like you're taking notes about them. But what you're really doing is saying, I'm freaking amazing. Move <laughs> on. This is fantastic. Look at me because what we tell ourselves, we believe. So Piggy, so Roz, we, let's see if we can hear you now. What was your question? I forgot. <laughs> It'll come back to you. It's all right. It will come back to you. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But this, this is really important because in those moments of pressure, right? And so, um, Marae, I want to just get you to react to what Piggy was sharing because like, how do we, you were just giving us some strategies that in the moment, because often what happens is we don't have a strategy, right? We go into these big, heavy moments. We don't have a strategy. Someone is doing something crazy, talking crazy, being crazy. And then we want to be crazy back because we're thinking, I, I know you didn't, right? <laughs> so then we're going to be crazy back. And all of a sudden they're going to go, oh, the overly emotional person who can't handle things. So, Marae, uh, what are you taking away from, from some of this conversation? Oh, I, I really recognize, you know, the uh, male-dominated environment, especially for us women, where, you know, when you uh, we take things personally and we don't have those strategies, you know, as soon as we get triggered, the emotions just go you know, it goes out and, and we don't have those uh, those tools to calm us down and to focus on our body because that's that's what I understand from Pegin is that it's about, you know, uh, controlling your body so that you can, you know, create an environment and bring positive energy that can calm you down and focus on yourself instead of focusing on what's happening around hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, it's very difficult. What I used to do uh, myself is just you know uh, sit down or take a break or you know uh, or something when when it's possible, and just not react because sometimes you know when you react straight away, that's the wrong reaction, and that's uh, that's something that you. I mean, it's not obvious at the beginning because we all you know get very crazy, but with time, with you know uh, practicing 
then uh, you know you be, you become use it becomes something natural that you do and it, it becomes very difficult for you to just react when people you know push a button that uh, that makes you uncomfortable so yeah. yes you know those strategies are really important really really important no i i agree so again well, what I wanted to share was, so there's a couple of things, and I think, Marielle, that you had talked earlier about it in terms of, mm -hmm. you know, the biases and what's out there. So I, I posted during this week, okay, now let not, not everybody around the world, okay, can you all mm -hmm. take your hands like this? This go to point, and you're going to do this. <laughs> because you, we have the first black women supreme course justice number two is we have the first i mean this is huge this is huge we gotta like jiggy with that of knowing and here's what is we have more black women judges becoming we have more black engineers occurring we have more pieces and i was writing about it this is this is an old saying you know ginger rogers the dancer that used to dance with fred astaire mm -hmm. And there's a saying that says, you know, Ginger Rogers did what he did in heels and a gown going backwards, right? And I wrote, you know, but what y'all don't understand, for Black women, they do it with the heels going backwards, and then they have to add in somersaults. And within that, they have to be able to not only do somersaults, but do it with absolute perfection, knowing that there's going to be criticism of people that can't even dance. Mm -hmm. right of saying it's not enough and so when we see women who are leading so i worked with a lot of uh, black female generals and admirals and, and, and there's not a lot of them <laughs> you know the sense of strength and i tell and i share that the other part is everybody has a spine, but I think that black women in power have created a spine of the most beautiful steel that goes behind, that goes from the top of their neck to the back of their spine. It's a beautiful, shiny steel that they can walk in and they can sit there and don't ever, ever, ever think that this means I can always access my sword. Mm. Don't ever think that it means that I'm just allowing. What it is, is I've got a bigger mission than this. Mm. I've got a bigger purpose than this. I have a bigger place in the world and I am called to do that. So I'm going to step in this space and, uh, and know that I can speak. I, I will tell you that when I was, um, I was national sales manager for a major corporation. I was the only female. I was certainly the only Latina. I was the only anybody in that, in that place. And we were with the president and the CFO. We were in a meeting and this guy came in to clean the room. His name was Jose and he cleaned the room. And when he left, one of the uh, senior leaders, this was a, a long time ago, had a really disparaging mark, remark said. And I thought I could actually feel myself becoming a transformer, right? Because the way that he talked about it was like, okay, you just insulted my father. 
I mean, he was my father, but he just insulted my father, right? And I could feel this transformer priest coming out. And I said to them, to him, how dare you? I remember this so clearly. How dare you disrespect? And I'm a Hispanic and I went through this whole thing and I can no longer work with an organization that allows this because the president didn't say anything. I will tell you that that for years and years and years, there was a part of me that was like, check you out, stepping up. That was awesome. Good for you. Yay, five. But the truth of the matter is that was a foolish move on my part because I was in line to become president. And I could have stayed in a place of knowing my steel and noticed, did my work, become president and fire those people. Hmm. They weren't aligned with the culture. But I, at that point in my career, in that point in my life, I wasn't conscious of my own power and my own awareness and my own success that I had had. I wasn't conscious that I had done things that nobody else had done. I was a woman that had done things that nobody had done. And I was on target to be what I needed to that. that I had that opportunity. So we have to know our confidence. And Muriel, you said a little bit ago, you know, when we are being aware of our strategy or our purpose, we have to know that sometimes when we want to yell, what we really need to know is, is that in alignment with our highest purpose? Okay. So pause there for me, Peggy, because Roz, I want to bring in you. I know you said you um, your thought that you wanted to share, and then we're going to go to the greatness minute after that because I think it all ties in together. Roz, no, I just I just wanted to say that um, what you're saying is is so resonating is because a lot of times when we're growing up, we're not taught negotiation skills. We're not taught, you know, how to listen to someone, and even though they're saying something that doesn't disagree, that disagrees with us that we, you know, don't come out, you know, who you talking to, you know, the neck get to roll in the teeth, my eyes, you know, and um, Marae get to talking in French and then I'm, my alter ego comes out. You understand what I'm saying? More than you know. Language, you know. We were never taught to control this and take that energy and, you know, let's use it somewhere else that's more productive. We were never taught that. I was taught to fight. On the streets, I was taught to, I was, you know, yeah. you talk about my mama, I'm going to fight. You talk about me, I'm going to fight. You talk about my dad, I'm going to, I'm going to fight. Where my, I have, I keep Vaseline because I'm always ready to fight. I'm just, I'm just, look. Who takes off the earrings? Because I know that I've had to. And my hair is already back and my weave is not in today. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm ready. And we are always taught to be on ready, but never taught. Never taught these skills that you're talking about. Because if I had had some of these skills, ooh, how, how my life could have changed or, or right. could have been better. Or like you said, if I had had those skills, who else could I have helped? Hmm. Hmm. And that's that's my thoughts. Thank All right. You. Well, no, that is really powerful. I, I've, I'm looking around trying to see if I've gotten rid of all of my Vaseline because I'm hoping that <laughs> I don't need that anymore these days, but let's go to the greatness minute because I want to 
also <laughs> pulled in the importance of our body. And, and Marae talks a little bit about that in her uh, Greatness Minute. This is Marie, the greatness engineer with you today. Welcome to uh, the, the Minute of Greatness. I would like to introduce to you today the importance of getting fit and when I'm to, to become great. And when I'm talking about fitness, I'm talking about the fitness of your mind and the fitness of your body. Those are very important things that are going to help you to become the best you and to unleash you know, the greatness that you have inside of you. So I encourage you to take care of your, your body, feed your body what is, uh, what is good, exercise, and make sure you build up this body to, to become the best body that you can have. But also don't forget your mind because your mind is very important. Take time to declutter your mind and to bringing, you know, this deep sense of self, you know, self-esteem that can take any challenge, any dream, any opportunity to propel you to the next level of your greatness. So the, the lesson today is about, you know, looking at greatness in, you know, in, in the line of fitness and fitness, not only of your body, but also fitness of your mind. So get fit to unleash your greatness and become the best you. So that's all I have for you today. And I see you next week. I think that's such an important message because sometimes we divorce the mind from the body and we don't always, we're not always paying attention to the fact that they work in unison. They work together. You can't, if you have a fit body, and a fit mind, then you are in the most powerful place that you can be because you have access to those resources for both, right? And so I think that that's really a powerful message. So, um, Marae, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, I want to, I wanna, there's so much we can cover on this topic, but I want to make sure we get two strategies, right? So you all begin thinking about what can we do to boost our confidence. We've talked about how important it is. We've talked about what happens when we show up without it. What can we do to boost our confidence? And I want to share, um, so Pagin um, has this amazing song um, that she produced and I wanna share that with us now. And um, you're gonna wanna groove a little bit to this cause it's so catchy. I won't play the whole thing just for sake of time but I'll share some of it. And then following the show, I'll also share the link where you can go out and listen um, to that song because I, I think it's pretty powerful. So let me get that on the screen for us. And then as we do that, begin thinking about strategies that you personally, if you're out there listening, what do you do to boost your self-confidence, right? What are those strategies um, that you use? So I'll share a little bit of this and then we will be right back. Thank you. 
stop there um, just for sake of time. But I absolutely love that. Love, love, love that. So thank you. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that and tell us about confidence karma. So confidence karma really is one thing of knowing whatever you're putting out, you receive. And karma is always about whatever you put out, you receive. And the thing about it is confidence is an energy. Confidence is a power. Confidence is what creates the movement of what you want in your life by you exuding it. Confidence is not something that is given to you. Confidence is something that you create for yourself. And this is really important. So confidence, if you saw, we had uh, competence, dominance, prominence, and presence. And competence is your ability to do something gives you confidence, right? The ability that you have to do a show or do caregiving, whatever it is, if you know specifically all your levels of competence, it's really important because it gives you faith in yourself. Dominance is not dominance over everybody else, dominance over your mind. It's what you think about yourself. It's what you decided to believe about yourself, which you're daily infusing. When I was telling you about the 17 seconds, what are you writing about yourself? How are you falling in love with yourself? How are you loving yourself? And you have to dominate your mind. You cannot let your, your past people who did not believe in you infect your mind. You cannot look at, you know, haters, freak them. Look at the lovers within yourself. That's critically important about dominance. So prominence is you showing up like Roz and Mirel and Rhonda. You are all showing up prominently. You're stepping into a space. And what's really important is I say is I believe that everybody should have a crown because here's the bottom line. I don't care if your crown is up this way. I don't care if your crown is this way, hippie, cool. I really don't care. But having a crown reminds you, you are blessed. You are absolutely here to do something. And I will tell you that if you are a, whoever is listening to this program, and you have to know that you are called to listen to it, to expand and to be in a place of prominence, to be in a place of being seen, to be in a place of being honored, to be in a place of sharing your brilliance. So the the minutes that Mariel and Roz shared were sharing their brilliance of what they knew. And it's really important. And then the last part is your presence. So your presence requires you to, how are you showing up? How are you walking? So I see women and here's, here's really a great thing. I'm going to challenge every single person today that if you walk by someone you don't know, I don't care if it's a man or a woman, you're going to find one thing about what they're doing that you're going to compliment them on. Oh, I love that hair. I love those shoes. I love the way they smile. And I'm going to tell you why you're going to do that. You are so powerful that you have a magical piece to just touch someone and light them up. The more people you light up, the more you light up. And a lot of times what we do is walk around being pissed or being uh, unconscious of what's going on or being held back. And you have to know that your presence is such of, I, so I seriously, I, sometimes I get dressed in a fairy con 
fairy costume. I don't even do anything for the kids. I do it for the adults. I just say to them, I'm your mother. I love you. <laughs> I'm a fairy godmother. It's coming. You know, because that's really what you want to hear. So you can do that with everybody that you're interacting. Smile and give a difference. The other piece about that confidence karma piece is I live, I chose to live in a place where I have radio towers nearby because it's a constant reminder that what I am putting out is what I'm receiving. What I'm putting out is what I'm going to receive. So if I want to ensure that I have more abundance, I better be abundant in my thinking. I better be abundant in appreciating the trees and the grass. And I'd be, you know, there was a song, an old, old song. There is a Spanish rose in Harlem, you know, like, like this about this rose. He looked for the rose. Are we looking for the rose no matter where we are? There are always flowers in a junkyard. Find them because that's your message where you're going to be. And that's what confidence karma is. So have a crown, do your confidence, prominence, dominance, presence. Make sure that you gift everybody with your little magic fingers and always know that you have your awesome. sword on the back. Love it, Piggy. Love it, love it. Let me get Roz and Marae to um, both react to, number one, the song, because I love the song. I, I feel like I almost know it by heart. I'm like, it's your foundation. It's great. It's very, very catchy. But I want to make sure that Roz and Marae, so Roz, I see you on mic. Share your thoughts about the song and about the four elements um, that Piggy shared with us. I love the song because it's that it's catchy and it's simple. It's real simple. Four simple words. You could run with that and walk and talk about that all day long. Some right. of the, as she was talking about the different strategies so far as to, to keep us confident, I was thinking, uh, and I wrote them down. I said, eat healthy, exercise, sleep, practice self-talk, stop comparing yourself to others, and who is in your ecosystem? Mm. So those were the things that I wrote down as I was listening to her. And I'm done talking. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. Those are great. And first, before you say, Regina said, I keep believing and knowing and anticipating for better days. Absolutely. Um, that is a level of belief and confidence as well, that you know that the storm passes, right? The storm clouds don't stay steady. If you ever look up in the sky, you notice that they don't stay in one spot. They move. Even if they're moving slowly, they move. And I think our life storms are much the same way. So, Michael, hey, welcome to the show. I know it's going to be a little odd since we've kind of moved to YouTube, but thank you so much for finding us. And we're glad that you are here. So, uh, Marae. Yeah, the song is fantastic. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start listening to it every day, actually, because it's, uh, it's just such a positive, a positive song. And, you know, well, talking about strategies to build, you know, the, the confidence, uh, and I think uh, Peggy mentioned it at the beginning, is focusing on what we've done, because sometimes we just always go to what we've not done and what we, we don't have and all of this. So just focusing on what we, we've, we've done and, and what we're capable of doing and our strength is, is really powerful. And I'm also talking, and, and that's the link with the declutter that I was talking about is, you know, change whatever you put in your mind, you know. You know, can and, I jump, jump on and that? really start to feed your mind with those positive uh Go ahead, Peggy. Mm -hmm. No, sorry, sorry. I, 
I just want to jump in what you just said, Marielle, because one of the things that I think is really, really, really important and ambitious women, men, tend to write plans and goals, including myself. And we get caught so caught up in the goal of where it's going. And we put our energy into the outcome, mm-hmm. which determines our confidence instead of what we've achieved. And I have a, I started a process uh, about two decades ago. And I have to share this with you because you, if you do this, take this afternoon and just do it, you will be blown away. So you take every 10 years of your life. Mm-hmm. And you write the most magnificent things that you remember about those 10 years. So what was magnificent between the ages of of 20 and 29, 30 and 39, 40 and 49, 50 and 59, 60. When you write those out, here's what you're going to find and why it's so important that you do it. The most amazing, transformational, oh my gosh, that was incredible experiences that you most remember were never in your plan. Yeah. They were never in your goals. They were so amazing that you couldn't have put them in your goals because you didn't know when you wrote the goals, how amazing you were. Mm -hmm. It's only by looking in these phases of 10 years that you look back and you go, Whoa, that's who, how powerful am I? So I want you all to trust yourselves, confidence, karma, that you are placed on this earth to be magnificent, mm-hmm. not to try to be magnificent, not to find you are magnificent. So when you take your wake up and you go, you know, I, I'm watching Lizzo's big girls. Yeah. She has a new show out. Right. And let me tell you something. I only wish I had known that when I was bigger of this is love. This is mm-hmm. love. This is my gift to the world. How fabulous can we be? And that happens for all of us. Mm-hmm. And wow. confidence is love of ourselves. That's basically, mm-hmm. that's all it is. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And there's something, there's a distinction I want to make because sometimes we confuse self-esteem with self-confidence. So I want to quickly mm-hmm. make sure I'm going to put this on the screen for us and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because then we got to get to our top two before we do our wrap up segment. So, wow, time has gone really fast and this has really been a good conversation. But I want to be sure that we see the difference between self-esteem and self-confidence. Self-esteem is about self. It's about your impression and your general feelings of self. Do you love yourself? How do you think about yourself? And how do you care about yourself? What do you believe about yourself, right? And that self-esteem is what leads to your internal happiness and joy. Confidence tends to be situational. Confidence is about a thing. I am super confident when it comes to leadership, but ask me to jump out of the plane, that confidence is not there, right? Confidence is gone. So confidence is about situations and it comes from our experiences, how we practice it. It comes from doing, right? Confidence is not about thinking. It doesn't come from thinking. It comes from doing, right? And going, oh, it's cool. It doesn't matter if it worked or not. I did it, right? That's confidence. And that leads to success in those specific terms. So I wanted to be sure 
that for everyone, we made that distinction between the two, because often we use the terms interchangeably, but they're not the same. When people say, so when I am coaching clients and they say, well, I lack confidence, underneath in my brain, I'm trying to uncovering, are you lacking self-esteem, right? Mm -hmm. Confidence is about a thing. If you don't, if you look at yourself and like, I'm, I don't fit in the world, I'm not that great, that's self-esteem. Not necessarily confidence. So I wanted to put that out there and do a bit of level setting around that. Absolutely. And Rhonda, that's why I did the competence, prominence, dominance, presence, because yep. those are very specific actions that determine your level of confidence. And it's also the specific actions because it's all about you stepping into the place. So if you had gone through those four things before you jump out of the plane, you would know that, okay, competence, I've taken all the courses, I took the training, I took the planning, I'm ready, right? Dominance, I can do this. Tons of people have done it before, I'm not the only one. You know, that dominant piece, the prominence of, I'm gonna take a video of me flying, 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 right? And, and then the presence of, I'm not going to throw up while I do that. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. Thank you for, for adding that piece. So before we go into our um, wrap-up segment, we have to do our top two. Okay. Y'all ready for the top two question of the day? Get ready. I'll give it to you on the other side of this. See, y'all didn't know I really just do those little graphics just because I like to groove to the music, right? That's that's really what that's all about. So your top two question today, who are your top two favorite singers? Mm. Who are your top two favorite singers? So I've had some time to think about this. If you're out there, whether you're watching live or on the replay, be sure that you type into the comments your top two favorite singers also. So before I do that, I said, Michael said, be the person you would want to work with or be friends with. Emulate the person you would follow. Love that, Michael. Thank you so much for adding that, right? It's really about showing up as that person that we want to be. So our top two, so I'll give you my top two first since I've had a chance to think about this. I've been thinking about this. This was a little bit difficult for me. But where I landed on my top two is Anita Baker and Luther Vandross. I think those are my top two. I think those are my top two singers. I'm going to stick there because it's kind of hard. I keep wanting to go back and forth, but I'm going to stick with those top two. All right. So uh, Roz, Murray, Roz, your top two. My top two are Ella Fitzgerald and Elton John. Mm. Ella Fitzgerald and Elton John. Awesome. All right. All right. I see. Marae, you got you got a top two singers? Yeah, I got a top two. My first one is my granddaughter because she can sing everything. And then the second one is Anita Baker. So it's... Two votes for Anita. Oh my gosh. When that woman first started singing, I was like, who is this angel? Oh my goodness. So, um, so before we go, we're going to go to you, um, Peggy. But Regina says, uh, Tam Tamika Mann and Kurt Franklin are her top two singers. Tamla Mann. 
Oh, Tamla Man. Yes, oh, I, I should probably put my glasses on. Tamla Man. <laughs> Tamla Man and Kirk Franklin. All right. So, Pagina, who are your top two? So, I have many. Okay. So, the two that popped in, and there's a reason behind it, is Barry White. I've been married for 37 years, and that man has helped us stay connected. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Uh, so, Barry White. And then, God, so many other. Uh, Celia Cruz. Just because I I like to dance salsa. Oh, that's that's awesome! Salsa is so fun. Michael says my top two are dead. I was born before them, and they die while I'm still here. Freddie Mercury and Elvis. All right, Freddie Mercury and Elvis. We cannot forget about the famous Elvis. Boy, oh boy! Just mentioning his name brings up some memories. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know whether to love Michael not or not because he added that line. They they weren't around when he wasn't even born, and they were around when I was a teen. So. <laughs> okay, Michael, so, I love you. Piggy, listen. If you come on the show, you will come to love Michael. He <laughs> he is amazing, and he drinks really interesting things in his cup. All right, so let's move into our final segment um, as we get ready. But before we do that, we have to hold up our cups. Got it. All right. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you so much. And we are going to end in our ending segment. I want, as we do our round robin, give everybody just a takeaway or a strategy for um, what they can do to boost self-confidence. You know, confidence is something that we all struggle with on and off. We now we've talked about the fact that it's situational. But what do I do in that moment when I find myself um, really just struggling about that? So we're going to go through. We'll do our co-host first. And Pagin, as we come to you um, last to share your uh, final thoughts, also share how people can connect with you and where they can learn more uh, about the work that you do in the world. So, um, Roz, let's start with you. Um, what do you want people to take away and what did we put in your cup today? Uh, I want I want people to take away that I am a caregiver, number one. And number two, again, saying something earlier, she said, you are criticizing my dance and you don't have rhythm. I'm going to use that. Mm. I'm going to use That's a good one. Mm -hmm. You know what that makes me think of, Roz? The fact that a lot of times our self-confidence is because we are so afraid of what everyone else outside of us is going to say. Mm -hmm. Are they going to say, I look crazy? I sound crazy. I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. What would happen if all of that was not in our heads? Right. Exactly. So don't be criticizing my dance and you ain't got no rhythm. <laughs> right. So that's great. Thank you so much, Roz. Murray. Yeah. I love the 17 second of, uh, of I mean, it's it's just uh, something very simple but very powerful, and and that's really my takeaway. And really, the body, because sometimes we forget about the body. It's all about you know we, we don't do the connection. So it starts with the body, and then the body can you know guide us to get the the, the right emotion and the right you know uh, the right attitude. Mm, thank you. Yeah, I love that mind body connection too. It's so important. Sometimes we forget what emotions are, right? Emotions mm -hmm. are simply energy and motion. You want to change your emotional state? 
change your energy. And that can start with the body. If you ever listen to Tony Robbins, he'll say, yell or move around, right? It's because changing that energy can change your emotional state. So thank you so much for that. Pagin, what are your what do you want people to walk away with? What do you hope we put in their cup today? Well, I hope that what I put in their cup was a little bit of dancing to con confidence karma. I hope that what I put into the cup is the love of who you are supersedes everything and that your self, you know, confidence is that is, is taking daily action to validate what you've done. So write that letter, write that gratitude, write that message. And to make sure that you, I mean, uh, seriously, go and get yourself a crown because there's nothing quite like wearing a crown to remember that you're a queen or a king. And who cares what anybody thinks? You know, what cares is what you think about yourself is everything. What you think of me is none of my business. None of my business. I don't care what you think of me. I don't care about it. I care that I think of me in the most glorious, powerful way, because when I do that, then I am exuding the vibes. The best way for people to get contact me, go to powerwomenworldwide.com. I have a new free course that's available on confidence. It's called your five courses on self-power. And you can get that for free. Just sign up for it there and you'll get this self-power. And then you can take it too. But just know that you just go to powerwomenworldwide.com, become a part of my community. I if you write Pegin, P-E-G-I-N-E, and Power Women, you will find me everywhere. I'm on every social media place, and I would love to have you follow me. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Pagin. You've been amazing. Michael said for our last comment, I have another cognac when the ish hits the fan. <laughs> so I guess that's one of your coping strategies and your takeaway, right, Michael? So that's fantastic. I think my final words um, for today are, um, it, as you are building your self-confidence, redefine your relationship with failure, right? redefine your relationship with failure because failure is not final. There are lessons learned in everything that you tried and you did not complete. So, and then finally, I think I would say to also redefine success, right? Just doing it is success, right? It doesn't always have to be getting to that outcome outcome of being success. So those are my final takeaways. I want to thank everyone for tuning in uh, to another episode of the Coffee with Wanda show, where we are hoping to inspire you, encourage you, motivate you on your leadership success journey. So for everyone out there watching, I see another final comment came through. Regina said, my takeaway is keeping my mindset clean by believing in me. Thank you so much, Regina. That is uh, wonderful. So glad that you are taking that away from the show. So for everyone out there um, watching, please join us next week right here back on YouTube for another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show. For my panel, please stay tuned for just a moment while we take everyone out. Um, you know what? It, we take everyone out to a little bit more music. So we'll see you all back here next week as we continue learning to lead above the grind. Till next week, everyone. <laughs>